0: It is Amber Dawn Goldborn, Wednesday, uh, July 16th, 2014, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I had a rough day and blew up my Twitter quite a bit. Um, it uh, actually started on Friday. I, uh, um, r- Last week I received my bi-weekly pay and it was about it was it was short the amount that uh i regularly get i have been lowered um since i'm not at uh, in group therapy when i had to uh stop going because of well the need for two blood transfusions in less than 3 months so i clearly had an, a health issue that needed priority i couldn't um be there and uh, we're t- we're working on that. We're taking care of that and looking towards surgery. I'm not looking forward to it, but that's the path we're going. So that, you know, overall, I won't have that issue anymore. But um, it meant having to make the difficult decision of um, discontinuing group therapy at this time, which was a certain program and then picking up another time before, uh, making that decision, although it kind of would have had to be the only decision considering I couldn't get out, um, with the amount I was bleeding, um, uh, the nurse connected to my case file, uh, she spoke with, um, the adjudicator that handles my case. That's the one that makes the decisions and deals with all the stuff related to the financial aspect. And um, it was discussed that when I go back, I would I would um, be back on um, that would go back to my minimum payments, which is still decent enough for me considering all the years I didn't get coverage. Uh, that I, that I deserved, but after winning the appeals tribunal with SIAT, um, I received, you know, um, the secondary entitlement, impairment, uh, entitlement. So, uh, the, the, both combined the initial injury plus the secondary meant, oh, sorry, meant I would have, um... You know, no, enough come in. Not enough is in. I am still way below poverty line, but it's about um, it's 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 okay. It's much better than before. I was receiving quite a bit more when I was in therapy, though. They were like I, I was getting uh, what I really should be <laughs> receiving from them, what I did before when I went through the labor market reentry program kind of thing, but increased. I was receiving that while I was going through the psychiatric program. And this was something also uh, mentioned in the WSIAT decision that um, I would be compensated while um, going through this program. But again, I I had to drop out of the program. Um, I made sure to notify and state why (laughs) I couldn't be going there. I couldn't. I couldn't um, meet the. I couldn't. I couldn't show up when I had such health issues. I even was partially. I was put in. You know, I had a kind of partial night stay at the hospital while getting the second transfusion as well. So it was kind of serious. Anyway, when you notice a difference in your pay when you're on something like this. it means something. It they don't. It's a. It's automated. Like it's machine. They cut it in a machine. It tends to be locked in or not locked in, but it tends to be very fixed unless decisions are being made. There's generally no disturbances. It doesn't mean you get it on time when it's by check. It, it can through the mail. It could be you know this week or a few days in the next week, but it's fairly regular in the amount. Like when they drop you, they drop you right away, and that amount is dropped to whatever it's dropped to. If they increase you, that that happens rarely, but that happens. But this was like a day pay short, and it turns out that on my file, it was saying um, I was it, that there was a review, and uh, but there was no more information because my the new caseworker, there's yet another one, assigned to my case. Um, uh, she was on vacation. So I didn't have any answers Friday. I called back today and she said that, um, that I was being, that I was under review for an ad to do with policy. She didn't tell me what policy it was. Probably just figured <laughs> I don't need to know. Then I'll find out when they, um, Send me the paperwork, I don't know. But, I had no, like, idea that this was coming. The only indication that something was going on with WSIB was that the last pay was about 50 bucks short. Which would mean I would be about 100 bucks short, that I thought. But then I figured it out, oh no, like, there was not going to be another pay afterward. Like, um, because it went up to a date, and then it stopped, so... Anyway, it was stressful. So she told me that, um... My... That there was going to... That they had to decide whether to lock in my benefits to 65 or not. And locking in means I get this lower amount. But this is what I would get. Until I'm 65. Or... um. Well, the alternative, there was no alternative, but the fact is is that um what it means is that I won't be getting the increase in pay when I'm back in therapy again. Which was one of the things stated in the Wissiat, the tribunal decision, that was something that they were going to do, you know, to show, I don't know, considering everything that I'd been through and gone through, that was helpful and honestly though it's so I was a little bit like i was i was uh, upset i didn't i didn't understand why that um you know that was something that was said to me that was going to happen, and in fact, if I was still in group right now, it'd still be going on in through august and i didn't ask her this question, but i'm curious about it now. does this mean I would have been cut anyway, even while in the group or would they have just extended that time period until the end of group? I have no idea. Anyway, it's still kind of, you know, it's kind of arbitrary this whole deciding that they would have been paying this extra amount that they were paying me for a while, uh, you know, a short time for the extent of just group therapy. Like, I'm not going to be all better just after group therapy. Group therapy would be very beneficial to me and I, I want to be back in that particular group. Like, in that Program, And I'm going to, again, on my own. But it's not like that's the end of it. I I have to have continued health care with my general practitioner and with a a therapist that I'll have again and um, the appointments that I'll have with the psychiatrist from time to time. I mean, because my medications aren't being changed at this time, uh, he's not as much involved, but he's still overseeing. It's, this is just, it was a bit distressful, but as my partner pointed out to me, that's only a few thousand dollars, a few thousand dollars matters, yes. Like, especially if I had been on my own, it would really, really matter. But I mean, in the long run, like, if this is about locking in, obviously you know just accept it because the the loss of that brief amount of time really doesn't you know and when i when i if i was to like even compare the loss of that amount to how much i've lost anyway i've never properly been compensated for all the years that i was um in the factory or after the initial injury date I was never properly compensated. I was never um, awarded something that was equal to what they had put me through um, and in subsequent years when I also had a battle through appeals, even when I received my um my non economic loss award it just it didn't reflect what What I what I had been through actually it was like the bare minimum that they (laughs) were required by you know they it's not like that it actually it was it was decent and I was able to like pay everybody and you know because you owe people and and I was able to do 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 things that I'm very glad I could but it wasn't and it was a substantial enough amount considering I'd lived on so little but it what again i it just does not anybody who has gone through dealing with WSIB, especially for years and years like a decade or whatever um would know that it it, it there's nothing that can make up for that no amount um, uh, it would take a big large amount of money to even come close and it doesn't change circumstances now so anyway um She said she was reviewing me, and it had to do with policy, and I was still, like, really unsure what was going on. And, um... But she was going to give me a decision by the end of the night. Uh, And end of the afternoon, I meant end of the night. Afternoon. So she called me back in the afternoon. And uh, I was in the washroom, of course, so I had to call her back. And, um... Because she wouldn't tell my husband over the phone, so she it's to be told to me. So, I um called her back and she told me that um, the decision had been made to lock in my earnings to 65. Now, one thing that people might get a little confused is that I've got like tons of paperwork from them saying that my benefits were until 65 anyway, but apparently this is there's a policy and. I now know which one... I'm I'm assuming it's this one. Um... Because I just looked for locked-in benefits and then that led me to um, final loss of earnings benefit review. Um... This policy applies to all decisions made with respect to wage loss entitlement periods. Um on or after February 15, 2013, for all injuries, diseases, on or after January first, nineteen 1998. So, I fall into that. Um, accidents from 1998. And uh, it's a final LOE benefit review, and it's policy. And they uh, review the workers' loss of earnings benefit, Um 72 months after the date of the worker's injury, unless, uh, certain factors happen. So, six years after. It. And apparently, she had said something, she said something about how, um, 2004, from 2004, it was supposed to, um, it was decided or something. Which is really interesting, um, probably because, 98, eight nine Okay, six years, that's from That's from my initial skin injury. So two thousand four would have been when I was supposed to be reviewed. Um, six six years, but I wasn't receiving benefits throughout that time. By the way, I only received the initial benefit, um, inj like an I- check injury for the check for the skin at the start, and then they left me in the factory. And like 2004, I was still in the factory uh, going on and off um, short term because um, not wanting um, the skin to, ra- to get rash thing to go out of control. And then like the allergic contact dermatitis and I was dealing with depression, anxiety and agoraphobia and suicidal thoughts and attempts and um, health. My health just went crazy. It was it was a really tough time. So they pulled me out of the factory in two thousand like five. So that's when I was pulled out and put into the labor market reentry program. Which I couldn't start it right away because I needed gallbladder surgery and then the therapy program. Um and then I was put into LMR, but then I was cut out of LMR for non-compliance. but it was related to my anxiety, which they wouldn't recognize. So <laughs> that's why the secondary impairment was fought for. And that fight went from 2007, 2008, the beginning of 2008, but I was cut off at the end of 2007, to, um no, the money, I was cut off, but then the it's... It continued just to the beginning of two thousand eight, but anyway um then um uh i won i went to the final appeals tribunal in two thousand thirteen and i won i won finally there partially won because I was not going back into the l m r program, which I'm glad for because it's it's just a joke it's like it's not um it, it's not very helpful. It doesn't... It's, it's not... It's... They pay an, another company, and it's just... What a waste. That money would have been better gone to the worker than to a uh, secondary company to... Uh, anyway. Sorry. Um, But anyway, she came to that decision today, because it has to be made. And, um... I don't know. So... Um, I'm locked in and I, I, I looked it up. Like, it's so easy. I wish she just told me instead of being like, well, apparently she, I am going to receive like, um, paperwork, more paperwork to add to the pile of, um, I'm going to receive the, um, decision made and, um, how it'll, it'll explain everything in paperwork but I get really stressed out, kind of triggered when I receive any paperwork um, from WSIB because just so many years of fighting them and it's hardly ever good news that it's it's really stressful. It's stressful for me to open envelopes from them that isn't the check. And even then, it's stressful to open the check sometimes, depending on what's going on. Um... It's a controversial policy because some people, um, don't like this lock-in. Um, and some people do. Um, I don't know. Uh, honestly, I, I just would have preferred if she told me that it was the final loss of benefits review and that it's the 72-month um, review. I'm way past 72 months, but it had to be delayed due to LMR and then the, uh, the appeals that went on for seven years, six years or so, just under seven years. Um, that's what it was. So if she had told me what it was, and I could have known for myself I could have like read up on it like I have this evening and been like oh okay I see yes it is policy and it's a specific one and now I know more about it and why this is happening you know I wouldn't have known anything and I certainly had no heads up I just received the pay that was short and I had no idea that I was under any review i mean i how would you expect a review when you just finished winning at tribunal less than no about a year earlier it's it's kind of like uh, it, you know it's something i i i wouldn't have expected but it's just the timing but the timing also seems weird considering you know your mind first my mind first goes to like bad things about it, because in the news, they're in the news right now about, um, having to make a lot of, um, changes, you know, to try and appease their, um, employers who pay into the program, like the big ones, um, because the premiums have been too low, and they're at a loss of money, and of course they're having to, like, um, settle claims and stuff, and they haven't. They they have a backlog, and uh, it's just a, it's a money thing. They also pay their people way too much, uh, especially considering how they deny so many people's benefits and make them suffer for so long, and yet they're paying these massive amounts of income to their um, board. But that's so that those people get paid a lot to be able to. Um, get people off of these benefits and see these benefits. It sounds like some people might be like, why do people have these benefits anyway? Um, this was not like a, here you go. Here's some free money. It takes a lot of paperwork, a lot of, um, doctor's appointments, a lot of, it takes a lot of stuff to go through this and a lot of fighting. And also this all began, this all begins with an injury. You've been injured in the workplace in the States, many people just sue their employer. It's about, you know, you could sue your employer and then you are compensated and for your injury and you can blah, 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 blah. Well, here we have a program that you don't sue your employer. And in return, your employer is supposed to comply with WSIB and pay WSIB uh, um, money. Uh, for you haven't been injured, and then also you're supposed to be paid by WSIB for your loss of earnings and and or rehabilitated so that you can return to work, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's not like a, oh, here's just some money. You know, it's not about that. If they had properly taken care of me when I had first been injured and taken me out of the workplace that had, Um, that was, um, actually, I was sensitized to the materials. So it was poisonous to me. It was toxic. And, um, if they had removed me from the factory and then put me in through the, through the health and all that, and then through schooling and then, um, I could have, you know, I was so young then, like even 2004 when they're... Going back to that six-year point, 2004, that was 10 years ago. I am turning 36 in a few days, 36 years old. 10 years ago, I was 26 in 2004. At this time period, though, I was 25 years old. When I was initially injured, go back six years from that, 72 months. I was just a freaking kid. <laughs> I was a kid, for gosh sake, because I had been employed at that factory since I was 16. I was a kid. I was a kid. And they they messed up, and I've got it in my paperwork, fi- in my files, a memo, an internal memo within WSIB saying... We screwed up. We have to make sure this claim is under the s- same claim as the first one or else the employer will be mad at us. Um, she needs to be, you know, put through a program. She's smart, blah, blah, blah. We should have blah, blah, blah. Like, she, she she's intelligent. She could, you know, we could do <laughs> But they didn't. They didn't pull me out of the factory early enough. And I couldn't pull myself. out. I didn't have the, the financial ability or mobility or anything that could get me out of there. And I was trapped in this cycle. And then that happened for those years. And then finally they took me out. But then they didn't want to pay the extra. Even though one of their their own psychiatric nurse made a home visit to my apartment. Which was in this building that I'm living in again now. And she assessed me and said I should receive psychiatric impairment. But the caseworker, which I've had numerous adjudicators or caseworkers or whatever they are calling themselves at any given time, the case manager um, assigned to me at that particular time, said no way, and uh, didn't agree with the nurse and or my doctors or anybody, and then I was uh, cut from benefits, and that started the appeals process. So, um, yeah, and when I was cut, I was cut, like I was cut from... Uh, receiving a good amount to receiving like $300 a month or whatever. It was really harsh and it was sudden and it was it was very difficult. So then, yeah, the fight went on for several years and then I thought it was done. Like I'm still, I'm dealing with health issues. I'm dealing with, right now I'm still grieving lion, you know, lion, the lion cat passing away. And I'm just like, um, <laughs> this was overwhelming today. And I, anyway, the decision was made, locked in, 72 months after the date of the worker's injury. But because of the uh, situation, this is far past 72 months. Um, it doesn't mean. I'll never be reviewed. In fact, she mentioned something about every year there will be something sent to me. Papers I have to fill out or get filled out or something. So, um, I'll have to, I'll have to see what that looks like. Um, I don't know if that means that they will unlock me, but she's saying I'm locked in until 65. So I don't know. We'll, we'll find out, but this is the w s i b and policy rules, and if policies are changed, that could change something, so i don 't know um i'm kind of on my own here now, so as far as dealing with them, so I have to kind of look this stuff up so I fell under the um So I have to make sure that uh anyway, I went through that and then after it was all done, see it's right on their site. I could have looked it up. She could've been like, Well just look on the site at Loss of Earnings Reviews and you can see which policies I'm referring to. <laughs> but even though she didn't she didn't talk down to me at all, this was a my new case manager so far, um spoke to me very well, but the one I spoke to that w- while she was away on Friday had quite a condescending tone toward me and talked to me like I was stupid. <laughs> so I used her same tone toward her, and she changed her tone. It was really interesting. <laughs> it was kind of like psychologically, it was very interesting. I think she heard her tone in my tone, and she changed it. And she was much... Um, <laughs> it was different. I just thought, oh, it's it's that typical relating. Um, it's as though these people sometimes relate to um, people who are injured or on disability or anything like that. As though we are stupid. Just because we are sick does not mean we are stupid. <laughs> um, physical or mental impairments don't necessarily uh, affect intelligence. Although I have not got the cognitive abilities that I once had or may have had if I had been able to live a healthier, less stressful life, um, I still am doing all right up there as far as intelligence goes. So don't talk to me like I'm stupid. But anyway, enough of that. Um, anyway, I wish she just told me, but I'm sure in the paperwork... ...that I'm going to receive from Earth. ...that's going to probably be extensive... ...because they have to explain the decision... ...that it will refer to the policy. And this is the one I'm guessing it is... ...because I can't see what else it would have been... ...considering she used the keywords... ...locked-in benefits and... um, ...review... ...and that this is what I found. Final LOE benefit review. So yet another thing... ...that you don't really learn about... (laughs) ...ever from anyone... As to what's going on, and that can come out of nowhere. So even when you've won and you think, ah, you know, well, you never breathe easy. If you, (laughs) I never, I don't breathe easy because I have anxiety. So I like not just anxiety, but that's one thing I have. So I I get stressed out very easily. Um, but this is something I would have liked a heads up for because it was freaking. This is what happened to me. After she talked to me... Um, and that was all done. I then got very tired. And I laid down. And I it was the afternoon. It was like 3 something. I don't know. 3 something in the afternoon. After I did my Twitter rants. Which... What were they? Here... I'll just look at them. Um, I said... Uh, this is before I got our decision. Lump in the throat. Thud ache in chest after speaking with WSIB reduced regarding reduced amount last pay. Under review? I just won yet in 2013. It doesn't end. Psychologically destroying me again. Waiting for the return phone call this afternoon from WSIB. Policy review? Please do read my file. Because she would have to read my file. It's because I'm so young they you really don't want to lock me in until age 65. Should have thought of that before, putting me through all that. I, I should have wrote this, but like I was thinking, anyway. 2004 was a review year? Question mark. But since then, I went through appeals tribunal, one with a clear decision. WSIB is in the new WSIB in the news, coincidentally. Here I am being all, like, paranoid. It's got to do with, like, them needing to cut. I, I don't know. Try not to take this personally, but for many years it has been personal. Been a fight to survive. Thought I could finally live, WSIB. Because it's true, like, you're in fight-or-flight survival mode at times, and here I've been trying really hard to, like... Like, recently my focus has been to try and um, think about, like, to work on getting out, although I only got out once, but... I'm trying to shift my mindset, trying to think of going on my bicycle and going for walks when I can so that I can lose some weight, so I can be ready for surgery. Um, because right now I'm, you know, it'd be it's it's going to be dangerous to do surgery on me, but I need this surgery. So um, I'm trying, I've been trying to be in that mindset and trying to think more positively about where I live. And when this just tailspun me, you know. Um, but anyway, um, my next tweet was, I had had to drop, oh, oh, th- this is later on, um, no, try not to take this personally, and then I wrote, this afternoon never felt so far away, because I was waiting for a call, even after you win, apparently you still have to fight over and over and over again, it's criminal. And then uh, later, a um, couple hours later, I said, I understand better what WSIB is doing, Regarding lock-in of benefits, it means I will lose money for therapy later, but I lost much more years ago. Had to drop out of group therapy when bleeding to death, two blood transfusions in less than three months, and was reduced in pay. Initially told would next week be reinstated when back in therapy, but with review for lock-in and change in adjudicator, looks like that won't happen. Policy, I get it. Would rather stability and being locked in even without extra money for therapy if it means I don't have to stress about this. Familiar with loss. And then I said, apologies for number of tweets, the anxiety and panic, the fear and confusion of not knowing. It took me back to all the years of fighting WSIB. Most important, to continue getting better physically and emotionally, which will be a struggle with or without help from WSIB. Always knew that. Because just having any help from them doesn't necessarily make everything all better. It never has. In fact, they add quite a lot of stress to me after so many years of, um, fighting them. Um, I replied to somebody, although this time apparently it really was just the timing of being under review for Lock and Age to 65. Um, the word review after one just finished fighting all the way through to a Wissiat decision is triggering stressful. Um, Anyway, later I said, things are sorted out now. Upsetting day, but relieved it's decided. When I receive the documentation, I can add it to the piles of files. And then, a couple hours later, I tweeted, crash-napped into nightmares, loss on loop. Not surprising, given the stress earlier. Worst case scenario in my dreams, what I went through. And that's what it was. It was, I had nightmares of, um, oh, jeez. of... Because I had, because I had wasn't hadn't won my claim, like I like the um, of the worker advisor had seemed so positive about, for a while there I didn't win it nearly as soon, you know they tell you, <laughs> they don't tell you any time frame but they sound a lot more hopeful and you have no idea it could take lots and lots of years for anything to be resolved and. I had a living situation where, um, the money just wasn't enough and, um, anyway, I ended up having to, um, put all my stuff in storage in Toronto and sleep on somebody's couch that I didn't know. And uh, my cats had to go for a few months until I got another apartment. My cats went away to, to, um, somebody I knew. Um, but I had to be parted from them lying in the Hagrid I got them back as soon as I got that apartment a few months later um, in January of 2009 yeah and um, so in my nightmare it was a combination of like looking at my stuff like my books I was like Um, I was looking at uh, books, um, and I was like, I don't want to leave all these books behind. I know books are just things, but like they're pretty special books and reading is important to me. And I, what, I was going to have to leave those behind. And then I was trying to like get my things to get out and I, I, it was just extremely stressful. And then, um. Then the cats were there, and I was trying to figure out how I could transport them, what I was going to do with them to keep them. And I think, and it was just very stressful, and I actually woke up and fell back to sleep into that same dream. I think I dreamed it twice, which is really freaky. I don't generally do it, but I was so stressed. It just just affected my dreams and nightmares in the middle of the day. I mean, I was... I, that happens to me all the time. I have like post-traumatic and, um, it's not unusual, but this was so hard and I was so, I was so drained today. Well, yesterday it's 12.01 AM now on the next day. Sorry about that. I guess it's shut up soon, but, um, yeah, the dreams were horrible and, then to wake up and realize that both my cats are gone now. Lion and Hagrid are both gone. Oh. Well, it hurt. And you know what? They were with me. Well, Lion was with me throughout the whole entire thing. He was alive from when... Not when I was first injured. But a couple years before. um, I got him, I think, a year after or so after the initial injury um, was paid. And then I was forgotten. I had him, though, that whole time period up until the beginning of the month. So Anyway, uh, things are all okay now, I guess. Just another episode in the long it just felt traumatizing and it it sounds over the top but when you go through this experience a lot of it I guess that's how it affected me so I was a wreck today and then I dreamed badly and I got out of bed at 8 p.m or so and um feeling a bit off of course but And the line from a classic rock song, You know it, don't come easy. It's in my head. <laughs> I can't believe I have 20 minutes remaining. I thought I surely talked for an hour. I'm really surprised. I'm really surprised. Oh, hi, I'm on the phone with myself. Oh, he kissed me. My- top of my head. I didn't yell it in. My hair is dirty. Don't no, do it. Um, uh, yeah. Um, uh, what else do I have to say? Well, before all that I was, um, uh, yesterday I finished another book, um, uh, reading a- another book. I finished writing another book. Wouldn't that be freaking fantastic? Uh, if I was writing books. But um, closest, uh, but I did do a, a journal entry a few days ago, um, uh, which has photos from a walk I took with um, my neighbor friend Fiona, and that was pretty awesome, because I actually got outside, and I went for a long walk, and I took pictures. Those are all good things. Um... Anyway, I finished my twenty-sixth book of the year. It's not very good, cause then we're halfway through, but not totally terrible considering my mind's all over the place and things have been going on. I finished volume four of the Diary of Anais Nin. So yeah, I keep I read volume three before that, and volume two earlier in the year, and I read volume one last year. So I have. I think I'm, I want, I have so many other books I could read, um, so many other books by great authors and classics and new books, but I'm really enjoying her writing The Diary of Anais Um, it's so interesting, the people she met, the places she went to, the thoughts she had, the way she, um, wanted a richer life as far as depth and substance and people and, experiences and connection and stuff that I think I long for, um, in my own life. So, um, I just, I really adore the, the, um, um, details and descriptiveness of the way she writes. And, um, I I think it's wonderful and it, it's, um, it's just lovely. Um, just lovely. Anyway, so that's What I'm up to... Oh, and music-wise, I've been listening... I've been listening to a song a lot lately. Um, It's... uh, It was just... It just made, like, popular a couple days ago. But it's definitely now one of my most played... Not my most, but... I've played it... How many times? 82 times. Um, The song is all about that bass and um let's see what it says here I've played it 82 times since the 13th of July <laughs> it is really catchy Megan Trainer. and um <laughs> I, I, I love it Uh it's gone way up in listeners, it's very popular right now because I'm all about that bass it's just awesome uh i i wish i it's a good song to get into my head cuz i have body image and health issues and i have a negative constant negative thing going on in my head about my my appearance and stuff but getting this song in your head um is quite positive so i'm happy about that still loving lots of music but having to hold back the other thing Let's, I'm trying to end on positive notes here. If anybody's listening this far, they deserve that at least. Um, I also, in films, I watched, I managed to finish watching um, Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, and Before Midnight. I gave them all full stars and hearts on my letterboxed account. Because even though, like, especially in Before Sunrise and a little bit in Before Sunset, some lines were like, you know, that you could tell it was a bit, I don't know, playish, right? But, um, not playish, um, the it was kind of like some moments were kind of, you know, not so natural, but because the dialogue was so, there's so much, it's all dialogue and it's talking and stuff. But it was just, I loved them all. I loved the idea of talking and walking and um sharing the thoughts that they did and having the connection that they did. And when I watched Before Midnight, um I cried a lot in that one for some it, I I didn't I liked it as well. But to think those movies were almost 10 years apart and um I'm interested to see if there'll be another one in another 10 years depending on whether Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy are uh, you know what what's going on in their lives but it's it was very interesting. I loved those and um I wish I'd seen them sooner but at the same time I think I probably saw them at the right time. You know. And I love how Letterboxd has one of my favorite scenes at the top from Aliens. <laughs> it's a scene where uh, Newt says Mostly. (laughs) about the aliens coming out at night. But over that, I haven't been watching as many movies as I was before. But we have a lot of great... I have a lot of great movies waiting for me to be watched on TV. On the um, saved movies. So, hopefully I do that sometime. Um, But really oh Julie Delpy is my most watched star this year last year was bill Murray <laughs> totally love bill murray um okay so i'm gonna uh music books uh photography if you go to my page g o l d m o u r n dot live dot com that has my like photos and My, um, previous voice posts and, um, other things that are interesting. The sad, sad post of losing Lion. Um, yeah. And then, um, you know, I'm just going to keep trying. And, uh, yesterday was a setback as far as emotionally. I did not handle the situation well. But I could have used a little more information about what was going on. Information is power, you know, but whatever, you know, let <laughs> just cause me some more stress. Um, but I, I you know, uh, hopefully one day I won't be crashing into horrible nightmares that <laughs> ruined my whole day. But, um, uh, yeah. The story continues. So uh Yeah. I I'm going to I'm going to shut up now. Uh one can only hope, right? Thanks for listening. If if you made it this far, you get a gold star. Take care.